Moses was even called into ministry and once he was called into ministry, scripture says that Moses was a man who had low self-esteem. Moses had issues in believing in himself. He had low self-esteem. He was timid to be able to approach people or to even talk in public. Why? Because he was a stammerer. He was a stammerer. And as it is noted among stammerers, one of the major things you will see among stammerers is anger, quick temper. And so in few instances in the Bible, you will see Moses uh, showing signs of being quick tempered. And as much as he, he was so and that he was timid, scripture says that the Lord told him that go and deliver my people from the hands of the Egyptians. And Moses said that I cannot go because uh, even if I go, what am I going to say? I am a stammerer, I am, I am timid. And the Lord said that he should go. And then he gave him a man called Aaron. And scripture says that Aaron is three years older than Moses. And he said that and Aaron shall be a prophet unto you. Aaron shall be a prophet unto you. And you, Moses, shall be a God unto Aaron. Now we are moving. Are you here? He says that Aaron shall be a prophet unto you, Moses, even though you are a prophet, Moses. Aaron shall be a prophet unto you, and you, Moses, shall be a God unto Aaron. So now, Aaron becomes the PR of Moses. Aaron becomes the, um, the prophet of Moses, the, the one who speaks on behalf of Moses. And if Moses needed to say anything, Aaron would need to, need to hear of it for him to relate to the people. Are you here? Are you here with me? So, we, we understand that by this scripture, that prophets talk on behalf of God. Prophets speak not of their own accord, but they speak of the wisdom of the Lord. They speak what the Lord wants them to say at the time. Are we here? So he's saying that, and you, Aaron, shall be a prophet unto Moses, and Moses shall be the God unto Aaron. But as much as Moses was a God unto Aaron, Moses was still timid. Moses could not still stand before people to speak to them concerning the word of the Lord. And in the shortcomings of Moses, scripture says that Moses declared in the book of Exodus, chapter 8, the verse 13. And then the Lord hid unto the words of Moses. Even Exodus chapter 8, the verse 31. God again heard the word of Moses and did according to his words. Let's move on, Lord of God. Exodus 8, 13 and 31. Exodus 8, 13. Yes, please. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. Mm -hmm. And the frogs died out of the houses, out of the courtyard, and buildings, and out of the fields. Alright, so this is when Moses had gone to Pharaoh and said, the father said, let my people go. And Pharaoh was playing with Moses. And so when Moses goes to the father and says, let my people go, he says, okay, um, what will you show? Moses does many miracles. And then um, Pharaoh says, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to let the people go. And he said, stop this thing that is going on. Moses stops it from going on. And then Pharaoh still changes his mind. And he's still not going to let the people go. So it went on and on. But one of the critical things that we see in this scripture is the fact that God did according to the words of Moses. 31 again. Mm -hmm. Exodus 8:31. Yes, please. And the Lord did as Moses had spoken. He removed the swarms of the attacking branch Alright, man of God. So the Lord did as Moses had spoken. The Lord did as Moses had spoken. So the Lord obeyed the words of Moses and did according to the words of Moses. 
that when it comes to prayer, one of the things that happen is that God is able to obey the words of men and do according to the bidding of men. So when we are praying, aside the fact that we are asking God for him to do for us, one of the things we are equally doing is that the Lord is obeying our words. The Lord did according to the words of Moses. So when the, the Lord, when Moses wanted the, the frogs to die out, he told the Lord and the Lord caused it to happen. When you ask God for something and he causes it to happen, it is God obeying the words of his son or the words of his daughter. Are we here? But there are people in scriptures where we understand that their prayers are heard by the Lord. Their prayers are holy to the Father, that the Father wants to hear their prayers, wants to hear them talk every time. The Father is in communication with them every time. For Enoch walked with the Lord, he was not for God to him. He was every time in constant communication with the Father. Moses was equally in constant communication with the Father on to what he should do. Abraham equally was uh, adulterous. He, 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 he slept with um, the, the wife's mate and gave birth to a son who was called Ishmael. So Abraham was equally adulterous. He does a lot of stuff. Are you with me? He was sinful. But yet, Abraham is still able to stand before the Father. And the Father does according to the words of Abraham. Regardless of the shortcoming of Abraham, the Father is able to do according to the bidding of Abraham. So the Father could have looked at the shortcomings of Abraham and still not um, answer his prayers, but he still looked at the shortcomings of Abraham after he had forgiven him, and so that's the bidding of Abraham. Are you with me? I'm still moving. The sinful prayers. One day, scripture says that and Abraham saw men and he called them lords, meaning they were angels at the time, but they had human form. And they presented themselves before the uh, before the earth. And Abraham saw them, invited them into his house, put for them to eat, and even they declared unto Abraham, and Abraham laughed at them. Abraham laughed at the sender of the message and laughed at the word of the Lord. He made mockery of the Lord. Then and then he committed iniquity. But then again, the angels told Abraham that we are going to kill, we are going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and everyone in it, everything in it will be burnt into ashes. And Abraham began to intercede on behalf of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. But if I find 40, I will going to be destroyed. If I find 30, if I find 35, if I find 20, if I find 15, 10, are there still going to be people who are going to be destroyed if these people are righteous men? If 10 is being found as righteous, if 15 are being found as righteous, will Sodom and Gomorrah be destroyed? Abraham at the time was interceding, even though he had already loved and invested of the Lord, even though he had already committed iniquity, scripture says that, and then the end of the Lord said that if we find this number, we will not destroy. If we find this number, we will not destroy. If we find this number, we will not destroy. And by the intercession of Abraham, Lot and his families were saved. By the intercession of Abraham, Lot and his family were saved. The other day, again, the scripture says that there was a man called Moses. After fornicating, he goes out with the anointing of the Lord and take out the city gate upon his shoulders. Right after fornicating, the anointing of God comes upon him and he takes up the city gate upon his shoulders and he goes away. So, 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 okay, yeah. Is, is, is it right for him to do that? Is it right for, for Abraham to have, uh, have loved at the Father? Is it right for Abraham to have come? committed adultery and whatsoever and why is God still listening to their prayers and why is that when some people do certain things God doesn't listen to them the book of John chapter 9 verse 31 and I want to read to you 
the sinful prayers. John chapter 9, verse 31. You can think it anyhow you want to think it. Scripture says, And now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God of, and doeth his will, him he heareth. So now God does not hear sinners. So we understand there are people that God listens to. You see, Abraham, even though had committed iniquity against the Father, was not a sinner. Are we here? So he, he was answered by the father he interceded for the father to even hear him not because he did not commit sin but because he was not a sinner he was a righteous man and yet he was able to commit sin but not a sinner there are different between being a righteous man committing sin or a sinner committing sin there are two different things so he was a righteous man and yet committed sin are we here are we here okay so for instance if i use um, 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 uh, a saloon car to go pick timber uh, timber rules doesn't necessarily mean that that uh, car is going to turn into a timber truck or whatsoever it is. So there are righteous people who are able to fall here and there. But then there are sinners who equally feel insane. These are two different people. But still, he does not answer the prayers of sinners. God doesn't hear the prayers of sinners. When sinners pray, it is seen as a sin. And the Father has no communication has nothing to do with sin so the father don't want to see sin and so when prayer comes unto him scripture says he sees it as a sin the book of psalm the chapter 109 the verse 7 he said their prayers have become sin unto him their prayers make their prayers become sin unto him so there's a certain time where a group of people begin to pray and their prayer becomes sin unto the father they may be saying some kind of words, Father, help me. Father, do A, B, C, D for me. And yet the Father is saying those words are sin. And the Father hears them not. I'm not the one saying it, not by opinion, but by scripture. We are speaking truth here. The Father does not hear the prayer of sinners. However, the prayer of sinners that the Father hears is the prayer of repentance. The only time that scripture says the father will hear a sinner is when the sinner is saying, Father, forgive me for I have sinned. I want to receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. That is when the father begins to open up his ear to that sinner because the sinner becomes dependent on the father. But when the sinner remains in his sin, it means that he becomes independent on the of the father. And then he becomes dependent on the sin. Are you with me? Are you with me? So the time the Lord begins to hear the prayers of the sinners is when they begin to repent. These are two categories of people. So I know some of you, some of you may be asking yourself a lot of questions now. Perhaps with time we may be able to ask questions. But so then, why are sinners able to have certain things in their life? Why are they able to get certain things in life? That is why we talk about the grace of God. When the sun shines upon all men, when the rain equally falls upon all men, that is a different thing. These are principles set down that even when you are a believer or not a believer, there are principles upon the earth that you can be made rich. There are principles upon the earth that you can be made whole. There are principles upon the earth that you can succeed in life even without God. Don't be lied to. You can succeed on earth as a man or a woman without God. According to the definition of men of success. But then as to if it is going to be accepted by the Lord as success, no. But the acceptance of men according to success by definition of men, yes, fine. 
But by the definition of the father, you are not successful. So he said, he said that the average, he said they have eight pieces. I said, look at them. They know that they are needed. They are wretched. But to them, they are rich. To them, they are married. To them, they have possessions. To them, they have children. To them, they have ABCD. But the father said, they are wretched. They have, they have buildings, they have things. They are wretched. But then they can be believers equally who have the possessions of all these things and they will still not be wretched unto the father, but then the father will be pleased by it. Are we here? So, there are people that the father considers them as sinners. And there are people that the father equally considers them as righteous people. And then he knows that, that the righteous man will fall. So he said that the righteous man will fall seven times and shall rise up what? Seven times. But then when the sinner falls, the sinner remains in, in the fallen state. So then, okay, when I, a righteous man, I pray to the Father after I have sinned, am I considered a sinner? Will the Father hear my prayer? Is my prayer a sin to the Father then? Alright, what scripture tells us about this is that every time there is a sin that is being committed, the believer must understand they have sinned. And then be able to ask the Father for forgiveness of sin. And by that forgiveness, whatever prayer they say after that will be answered. But then when a sinner, when a believer or a righteous man commits a sin and begins to make declarations and begin to say things, it will not take place because of that sin. That sin becomes a hindrance to that prayer. Not because the Father doesn't hear the believer, but because that sin of the believer has become a hindrance to that prayer at the time. At the time. At the time. But when the sinner, it, it has nothing to do with at the time. It is always. Every time a sinner begins to pray, it is a sin to the Father. The Father hears them not. But then His grace is available where they can be able to operate and do things. That is Him. But for them to have a relationship with the Father, that the Father will hear them every time and answer them, no. Be with me. Be with me. Scripture says in the book of Hosea chapter 7, the verse 1. That I want to come and bless them. Every time they pray, I hear them and I want to come and answer. But iniquity was found in Ephraim. Hosea 7, verse 1. Hosea 7, verse 1. Yes, please. When I will heal Israel, okay. then Ephraim's iniquity is uncovered, mm -hmm. and the wickedness of Samaria, mm -hmm. how they practice falsehood, mm -hmm. and the thief enters, and the troops of bandits ravage and rapid without. Okay, so now these people have prayed, and they are seeking for the deliverance of the Father. They are seeking for the healing of the Father. But scriptures are these same people who are praying, seeking for the deliverance of the Father, seeking for ABCD. When the Father comes in the form of angels to release the blessing unto them, suddenly their iniquity is uncovered and what is supposed to be released unto them cannot be given unto them. So they pray for job and when the Father comes, iniquity is found and the job is taken away. They pray for money and when the money comes, iniquity is found, the money is taken away. They pray for they, they pray for houses, the iniquity is found and it is taken away from them. They pray for a lot of grace and the grace comes upon them and iniquity is found and it is taken away. Are you here with me? Even Daniel who was holy at the time was fast and praying. Scripture said, and then the angel said, I was held hostage for 21 days. 
He was even passing the brain. And his even answer was help hostage. What about those of us who are saying? How will our answers be help hostage? It has become normal to us, it has become our life. So long as we can keep it away from pastor, so long as we can keep it away from our members, so long as we can keep it away from our parents, so long as we can keep it away from Christ, we are good to go. But you can't keep it away from God. And that is the essence of his death. The essence of his death, his resurrection and his ascension. I know you came to hear a Christmas message. This is the Christmas message to you. You came to hear the son was born and he was given unto us. The kingdom shall rest upon his shoulders. <laughs> this is the kingdom that will rest upon your shoulders. When you begin to put things in alignment, because even as we cross over 31st, we must put things in alignment in our life before we cross over. If not, we will cross over and still receive nothing in that moment. Because the heavens will be opened and the ladder will be released for the angels to ascend and descend. And then you will leave here and say, The Lord was here and I knew it not. We do not want to be such people. One of people full of purity when that day comes that we can be able to receive on that day. But I've told you to listen to the three good here. You know, I've told you. But we need to clear up the way before it comes. If not, it will come, it will be good for others, it will not be good for others. Are we here? Are we here? So the Lord came to release the blessing. The Lord came to give the miracle to them. But an iniquity was found. And because of that iniquity, the angel did not release the blessing, the healing unto them at the time. Someone could be sick somewhere that prayed to God for, for forgiveness of sin or for God to heal them. But the one day, when the angel got there with the healing, iniquity is found, so I can't heal you. Like some people who have issues and then um, they, they have, their main solution is forgiveness. And then when they forgive, then the problem goes away. No amount of prayer delivers the people from that sickness until it is that they forgive. And when they forgive, they are healed. That is it. So the, the, the iniquity was the problem to, 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 to the sickness there that kept long. But if they could only forgive, if they could only purify themselves, the healing is not a problem. The problem is the unforgiveness. So all other prayers that will be prayed from them, I'm going to church, to church and they pray for me and nothing happened. No, there is something there, the, the unforgiveness. It's not from church to church. It's the unforgiveness that is inside the heart. The church is not a problem. The pastor is not a problem. It is your own hand that is the problem. So you go, you roam around with that soul that doesn't want to die, and you will still roam, and the soul will still be, 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 be smelling one way or the other. The leg will be decaying one way or the other, and your only problem is unforgiveness. And they'll go around and go and so see. They'll go around for anointing oil. They'll go around for They'll go and bow them. And the only solution that they needed was to be forgiven. Forgive. He it through prayer. And so there are some of us who pray. Because we know that, okay, when we confess our sins, our sins will be forgiven. And so we commit the sin and we go to the Father, Father, forgive me. Father, your son died for me. Let blood wash me. We know how to say everything, let his blood wash me. Every day, Father, Christ me. There are some of us who think that because we don't fornicate, we don't sin. Some of us who think that because we don't lie, we don't sin. But a diverse form of sin. We all sin one or the other in diverse forms. My sin may be different from your sin. Are we okay? Okay, the book of um, the book of John, chapter one, the verse eight to the verse ten. Book of First John, chapter one, the verse eight to ten. If we say we 
there are some people who say they have not seen. But said, if we are saying that we have not seen, they have the two minds of the nuns. There is a place that we need to go to. 
So whilst we are enjoying on the earth, once it is this season of Christmas, when we have to enjoy, when we have to go out, remember this message. That we do not sin because we know that the Father will forgive us. So Romans 6 verse 1, shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? We know the scripture, certainly not, you've already had it in your mind. But still you keep on sinning and keep asking for forgiveness of sin. Every time you do it in the next moment, you say, Father, forgive me. Today you do it, you say, Father, forgive me. We all sin different things. Some of us have even forgotten the sin we have committed. Some of us have even committed sin today because we lied. You will ask something in life and say, it has become normal. Some things are becoming normal in this generation. So some things we may see as sin, we don't see as sin again. Then they become normal. They become normal. So some things that we would have done some years back, now it is normal. You can even do it that you can do that thing in front of someone and it's normal to them. You don't even feel shy about it. Even in those days, when prostitutes have a place, they have to stand and begin to do prostitution. Do you know what they do? Scriptures say that they cover their face. There is a veil that covers their face. So you don't even want to get a prostitute in it. When they are around there, they cover their face. But now you see prostitutes in some skimpy dress and then their face are all there. They wear their makeup. They want you to see that it's them. And then they go. <laughs> you know, they are proud. Some people will tell you that they are hookups. They can hook you to A, B, C, D. You know, they are proud about it now. But then they were even shy about it. Now things have become normal. And more and more of these things will become more normal than that. But then it is up to us to be able to know that the grace of God has sustained us and granted us an ability to overcome these things. We must be conscious of it. I'm always telling us about the future. I'm telling us about what is to come. That one day your blood will not be requested from my hands. I taught you well. I taught you well. Not by my opinion, but by scriptures. I taught you truth. So you have nowhere to escape. If you didn't come here today, then that told me, but you have come, you have it. You have no excuse. Ah. Shall we continue to say that grace may abound? Certainly not. Some of us may plan to sin. And then once we are planning to sin, the Lord tells us that we know we are doing something wrong. But then in our mind also, we know that nature, even if we are doing something wrong, God will forgive us, God will forgive us. You know, the, 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 the reason why we even have confidence to be able to sin is because we know God will forgive us. The reason why we don't even mind to sin is because we know that after sinning, God will forgive us. Some of us, that is the even reason why we sin. Some of us, the reason why we sin is that we don't, the way we can uh, are you with me? Don't bow your head down. Come on, look at me, somebody. Come tell somebody, look at me. Ah, look at me. Some of them feel like I'm dying now, but I don't want to look at my face again. Huh? Look at me. Let us flow. We're very slow here. I said, I'm going to go out. But we just have to be and he says that he knows that there are people who continue to sin because they know there is forgiveness. He has no pleasure in willful sinners. People who sin by will. People who plan to sin. He has no pleasure in them. Willful sinners. They plan it. They plan. They know today, this day, but at this time, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They plan it. And if the plan, we didn't have time to that time, they're gonna God, oh, it's a sin, oh, oh, that means that you forgive me. It is Christmas. Get it first, we come and cry to the Father. And tell Father, Father, forgive me. I won't sin again. The fourth day, Mary will go again. Oh, I've been dead before. But this one is my last one for the game. My last one for the game. I want to do the game. Let's be a convention now, pa, pa, pa. Are we here? Some of us, we, you know, before we plan it like that, we plan it before the first. Did the plans are there before the first? Plus, some of you are not even here. Message you are wanting to go. What do you want to change? Hallelujah. Amen. He said he has no pleasure in them that sin willfully. They, they sin by way, though they are righteous. So even though they are righteous and they are born again, the spirit is born again, but the flesh is not born again. As a result of that, they allow the flesh to take control and they, they, they know the flesh to take control, but still they allow it. There is no sin you will ever commit and then your mind will not talk to you. I mean, the Holy Spirit will not talk to you. But let's say for the mind now, for your sake. Anytime you will do anything wrong, your mind will tell you, it will pop up. But it is your choice to go ahead. I'm not talking about only fornication, I'm talking about all kinds of sin. Do not limit sin to fornication. Do not limit it to that. It's more than that. Shall we continue to sin? That brings me about. He came to heal them, he came to bless them, and yet iniquity was found in them. And so you tell them to stop ABC and God will do ABC. They said, No. Why does we have to stop this one before God will do it? They are not the man of God. You don't have anointing. And they keep moving from one place to another, and they keep struggling, and they will not tell them the truth. I'd rather lose people to the truth than keep them with lies. Alright. Amen. Amen. Let's move on. Shall we continue to say that grace came about? And so when Christ came, he gave us the opportunity to receive forgiveness. And we may be forgiven of our sins. So anytime we sin to against the Father, we sin against nature, we sin in any form. We have the privilege to be forgiven and to become righteous, to become pure, to become holy, to become clean. But one of the major things we need to notice is that forgiveness is the gift of the Father to us. And he knows that people continue to sin even though there is forgiveness. And so he said that we must be able to renew our minds. Forgiveness is the gift of the Father to man. To keep reconciling man to the Father. However, repentance is the work of man to the Father. Forgiveness is the work of the Father to be able to have access to man continually. But repentance is the work of man to keep having access to the Father. So he says in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2. But we should not be conformed to this world. But we should be renewed in our minds. We should be renewed in our minds. The renewal of the mind. If our 
mind is renewed and our actions are then changed, there is no way we will keep on seeking forgiveness of sin. I keep saying there are times that forgiveness is unnecessary when obedience takes place. We can live a, we can live in a world without having to need of forgiveness if we obey. But the reason why we need forgiveness is because we are disobedient to the Father. And so he knows that we will keep doing that and we will keep falling and we will keep remaining at one point. We will not grow in life as a result of that. He said, you need to renew your mind. And by the renewal of your mind, you will be able to live above sin. You'll be able to live above your challenges. You'll be able to live above that hate, that pain. You'll be able to live above it by the renewal of your mind. Because you may even tell someone that you're forgiving the person you know, but he has still not forgiven. The hate is there. But the renewal of the mind is what is able to keep you away from that pain. Even when the remembrance of that thing comes to place. Are we here? Oh, you see, sometimes, it is easier to say some things when you're being through them. There are some times where you can say you're forgiving someone. But then, at the son of the person's name, you remember that thing and your heart aches. Are we here? But then you keep saying we forgive you, forgive you. Your heart aches. Why? You may have forgiven, but the renewal of the mind hasn't taken place. So as a result of that, you may have forgiven, but the pain is still there. And that is not true forgiveness. That is why when a renewal is taking place, is the process of healing. Then you can fully say you are forgiving someone. And then you can say you are forgiving someone of whatever that they have done against you. Can you please be upstanding? I do not want us to waste what the Father has done for us. That we will only enjoy the birth of the Father for the season that it is, that is a season's greetings. The greetings we should be greeting ourselves in this season is for us to be able to understand the work of the Father, that our prayers will not become useless to the Father. That we will not come here and do all night prayers and then others are receiving and others are not receiving because of unforgiveness. Others are receiving and others are not receiving because of constant sin. They're not having room to repent. Renewal of the mind. Renewal of the mind. Renewal of the mind. Some of us are new year resolution. There is nothing like getting closer to the Father. Our new year resolution is all about money. It's all about expanding our business. It's all about ABC. It's all about getting married. It's all about having children. It's all about having issues. It's all about traveling. It's all about this. There is nothing about spirituality about getting closer to the Father. There is nothing about doing something for the Father. Our New Year plans, there is nothing about doing something for the Father. It's all about ourselves. What the Father can do for us. What can we equally do for the Father? If the Father is doing it for us, what can we equally do for the Father? The renewal of the mind. The renewal of the mind. It makes it much more easier to minister in power by the renewal of the mind. And it makes it easier for you to keep on receiving by the renewal of the mind. 
We are going to be crossing over. You need to learn how to repent. After you have asked for forgiveness of sin. Repentance. Because I do not want the angels of the Lord to be present in this place. And they are giving gift unto men. And other men are unable to receive it or unable to be given to because of their sin. We see it here a lot. The meeting will go on. Others will be ministered to. Others will be blessed. And others sleep as though they never came to a spiritual meeting. Others will come and testify. And others will not testify. Yet it was the same God we all prayed to. What about me, Father? And I was having an meeting hidden somewhere. You want to ask God forgiveness of sin? Known or unknown? Talk to the Father. If you have to leave your neighbor, leave your neighbor. Confess your sins. Sometimes you don't even have to commit the act before you are saved. This is just by even looking at someone last week, you have committed that. Ask the Father for giving.